Welcome to I'm Okay Being Human, a podcast about understanding the human experience. I'm your host, Dr. Becca Keys, and I want to take you through some lessons and mistakes that humans like me and you have made, the hard parts of being emotional creatures, and how you can put your life back into your own hands. With these stories, a little empathy, and a healthy dose of honesty, I hope to make it a little easier for you to feel okay being human. Hey human, welcome back. Today, we are working through being okay even if we feel behind. I feel like this is pretty self-explanatory, but I'm going to talk about what I mean anyway. So feeling behind means that we're not where we're supposed to be, either personally, financially, socially, and where we are supposed to be, quote unquote, is based on the society that we live in. So we compare our lives to the people that we live near and around and see all the time. And if we're not where we feel like a majority of those people are, then we feel behind. And there are all these life rules that we feel obligated to follow that contribute to feeling behind. These are the things that we compare in our life to other people's lives, such as going to college, falling in love, getting married, having a baby, living an Instagrammable life, buying a house going on vacation all the time, etc., buying a fancy car. And if you don't meet these goals by the societal expected time, then you feel behind. And if things don't turn out the way you expected them to, you also feel behind. I think there's a lot of reason why we feel the pressure of society. We're meant humans, by we I mean humans, we're meant to live in groups of other people And we're meant to fit into that group. The only thing is we instinctively or primitively lived in like groups of a hundred or so people and our societies are much, much bigger now than they ever were. Not only in the people that we see in everyday life, but also we have access to the internet. And so we are just comparing our place in society to so many different people. You know, if you go back to when people, most people lived in tribes and you had your tribe of people uh, or group of people or cluster or whatever, we wouldn't necessarily compare ourselves to those other groups of people, only the people within our family group, our village. And that's because we wanted to fit in because we needed those people to for survival. So it wasn't like you had to change who you were to fit in, but you needed to be able to groove with those people and get along with them and know that you are both doing something that's benefiting the other person. And we don't really live in that type of society anymore, but... We still have those instincts, and so that's why we struggle so much when we're comparing ourselves to other people. It's not for survival anymore, necessarily. (laughs) Not for the literal sense, but maybe like social survival is what we're comparing to, you know. So if we don't have the fancy car or we're not married by the time we're 25 or 30 or whatever, you know, it's like, oh, what's wrong with that person? That's weird. You know, that's... I'm not saying that's how we are, but that's, I think, where a lot of these fears come from. If we don't do things on that timeline, then people are going to think something's wrong with us. And they're not going to want to have us in their lives anymore, and maybe we're not worth it. And then 
our self-worth dips really low and then it just snowballs into all these other issues. So being aware of how you are being drawn by this invisible force of society's expectations, you'll be able to change what is actually important to you and be able to work through these fears that you don't need to carry. So also, if things don't turn out the way you expected them to, you might feel behind. So maybe you did get married when you were at a quote-unquote reasonable time, but then you got divorced. Or maybe you were dating someone for a really long time and never actually got married, and then people are starting to ask, like, well, what's wrong with you and what's wrong with the relationship? Maybe you've been trying to have a family and you have miscarriages, or maybe you're struggling with infertility. Maybe you're going to school and it takes longer than expected, or you start a business and it takes a long time to get off the ground. Or maybe you just change your mind on what you want to do for the rest of your life in your 40s. There are so many ways that we can live our lives and be happy and be successful, which is our own definition of success, by the way. You shouldn't worry about what other people's definition is. I know it's so, so hard not to think about what the people you love and care about think about your life, but... You're, I mean, it's your life, so you should live it in a way that feels happy and successful for you. And there's another way that I think a lot of the millennial generation and maybe even younger, well, who knows on them yet, they're still young and living their youth, but I think a lot of the millennial generation is struggling with their finances by living in debt, not having in savings, not investing and just not knowing how to thrive in this world. We were told, if you go to school, you will get a degree, you'll make a lot of money, you'll be successful, and that's that. And that has not really been the case for a lot of people. So many of us went to school, and so many people are still struggling in in one way or the other, even if it's just having student loan debt, because that's what we were told to do. It'll pay off, it'll be worth it. And, you know, I feel like a lot of that still remains to be seen. So there's a lot of ways that we feel behind and also intergenerationally too, if we're comparing ourselves to our parents, where they were at when we they were our age, it must have looked very different for them to be owning a house and have a couple kids in a car, no debt, except for maybe the mortgage, you know, when they were 27. I don't know very many 27-year-olds that were able to buy a house. So considering all of these things, There's a lot of reasons why we might be feeling behind, but it's okay because that feeling of being behind is trying to teach you something. It's trying to wake you up and become aware of your life and just where you want to be in it. If you feel behind because you're not successful in the profession that you're in and you'd really rather be doing something else, I mean, do you really want to be caught up in that profession that you don't want to be doing? Or are you going to use this time to realize, I don't want to be doing this anyway. I don't know if being successful would make me happy. What would make me happy is doing this other thing every day. And if I'm successful where I'm at, then I can't do that every day. So this is why becoming aware of where you feel behind is really helpful. You get to ask yourself these questions and reassess your life and become okay with what your definition of success is. And if you don't even have a definition yet, this is your chance to create one. So why aren't people okay with it? Well, the general sense of being left behind is pretty uncomfortable, and it 
tends to feel like we're failing, like we're failing at life, even though every single person probably in life has felt behind in some way. If it's not the same way that you felt, then there's likely to be judgment there either by you on yourself or by the other person, which isn't fair because they have their own insecurities. So again, another reason why it's good to be aware of these things is to just really assess like, why do I feel this way? Is it me? Is it them? Should they be making me feel that way? If they shouldn't be, if it's not fair, then should I reassess what their role is in my life? These are really deep questions that are good to answer, but you might need a little bit of guidance, which is totally fine. I think we all need guidance. Another reason that people aren't okay with it is because we're under constant comparison and judgment of where we are all individually in life, even though our lives are individually our own. They're not supposed to look like everybody else's. And I get, again, that's so much easier said than done, but that's the truth. Those are our lives, and we should be able to live them the way that we want to and the way that feels good for us. And maybe sometimes those people who make you feel judgment, they're really judging themselves so hard, and they don't want to feel that judgment against themselves. So they're putting it on you because it's so much easier to put that those uncomfortable feelings on somebody else instead of looking in the mirror. Because if they look in the mirror then they're going to self-destruct. I'm not saying that they will, (laughs) but that's how it feels. Our feelings are so important. They guide so much of our life. So I'm glad we're working through this today. I think there's a huge lack of transparency in society that would show that we're all behind, quote-unquote, in some aspect compared to others. And I think living in a very Instagrammable world, we're really good at hiding that. Um, we communicate in a totally different way. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would sit on the porch with the other moms in the neighborhood and they would just chit chat about life. And that was like how they were social. Now, most of the time I talk to my mom friends, it's on texting or through Instagram or on the phone occasionally, but it's not the same. It's not that same type of community and communication. So I think that there's a huge lack of transparency when we're able to curate what our life looks like to other people because they don't see what's behind the camera, so to speak. Also, there's a heavy pressure of biological time and societal expectations that I think affect us in one way or another. And I think it affects women more than men because we do have a shorter clock for some aspects of life than men do. But it's all there for everybody, no matter what. So it makes it difficult to feel okay with what we want when we have these outside pressures that feel out of our control. And the last reason why I think that people aren't okay with feeling behind or that why people feel behind is that there's a lack of encouragement to live an authentic life. Because maybe someone doesn't want to get married until they're 40, or maybe they don't want kids, Or maybe they want to change their career every 10 years and that feels good for them. When that feels uncomfortable or strange or out of control to other people, then they put judgment on it. And if that judgment gets back to the person in question, then it can make them feel behind or make them feel 
just not okay with where their life is going. Even if it's their path to living an authentic life, which I think is like one of the most important aspects of life is just living a life that feels good for you, living your human experience in the way that you want to experience it. You are totally okay to do that. That's important. You know, you shouldn't hide the way you feel or the desires that you want because other people might not understand it. I mean, it's your life. They're not going to think about it as soon as they walk away. I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but if it's, you know, if your authentic life hurts other people or puts other people down, you know, that's not what I'm saying. If if you feel the need to cause destruction, then maybe there's a different issue going on. But if your authentic life is just to do what lights you up and enjoy your life every day and experience what you want to experience and it's not causing any harm to anyone else, you should be able to do that. It's your right to do that. And I think it's our need to do that, honestly. I think that's why we're here. I think there's a lot of important aspects of life that we hide behind society's expectations because they're individualized. But those aren't the most important aspects of life, is to just have the experiences that you want and to learn the lessons that you want or need. So why it's important to address all of these feelings and feel okay even if you feel behind is that you're not behind. And worrying about feeling behind is creating unnecessary stress. It's affecting your body function and your relationship with yourself and with others. And you don't need that in your life. That's so unnecessary to feel like other people should dictate your life or that, you know, they're causing so much stress that your body's literally breaking down. There's so much I see nowadays, which is amazing, about how people are talking about when your body is physically in dysfunction, there's often an emotional reason behind it, which is everything to me in healthcare, by the way. That's why I practice NET. And I love that we're talking about it. And also, it's so freaking true. And that when you're feeling behind and you're letting these feelings and these worries just like continue to consume your life and live within you and within your body, they're going to cause problems one way or another eventually. So it's good to work through them. And that's, you know, you might be asking, how do I do that? We'll get to that. But it's good to work through them and to process them so that they don't continue to cause the stress and this worry and this dysfunction in your body. Also, There are no rules on when we need to complete things in our lives. There's just the norm. And right now, the norm is also accepting getting old means being in pain and taking medication instead of building ourselves up physically, emotionally, and mentally, and spiritually to be the best people we can be. So you know what? I don't really give a shit about the norm. And I hope you don't either. The norm is it's normal to feel pain and feel like you're aging when you turn 30. The norm is being on several prescription medications when you get old. The norm is not talking about your feelings and hiding everything because it makes other people uncomfortable. And I don't like that. I think that's BS. And if that's the norm, then I don't want to be part of it. 
I want to do what's right for me. And I don't want to be old when I'm 30. I want to feel good when I'm 90. I want to be as human as humanly possible and just feel good as much as I can on my own. And there are times when somebody is so sick or has a certain condition where they absolutely need medication, or there are times when emergency medicine is incredibly necessary for survival. I am not discrediting or saying any of that is wrong or bad, but when so many people take ibuprofen or Advil like daily for pain, and that's like what their doctor told them to do, or they don't take the time, their doctors don't take the time to figure out what's really going on. They're like, oh, you just have this pain, take an ibuprofen. There could be an underlying condition that's much more serious that they're not addressing because they didn't check it out. They just thought, oh, you're young and in pain. Well, time to take ibuprofen. That's our normal right now. That is our society in the U.S. That's our normal And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. So I don't want to be a part of our normal. I want to create my own. And I don't care if it's different than what everyone else is doing because I don't want to do what they're doing. And you know what? If you are feeling behind and you feel like you're failing, then you're not living your life for yourself. But it is your life. You're here to live and learn your own lessons Apart from your parents and your friends and your spouse and your children, you're here to live your own individual life. Everyone here is just going along for the ride next to you. They are going along for their own experience. They're on the roller coaster having their own experience. They just happen to be near you, but you don't have to have the same experience. Are you someone who screams when you're on a roller coaster or who's quiet? And if the person who sits next to you every day, the person who sleeps next to you in bed, is the opposite? Or if your parents act the opposite of you on the roller coaster, do you really think that it's important for you to react the way that they do? And why is the way that they do it right? It might be right for them, but if it's not right for you, then it's not right for you. You only fail if you give up. Otherwise, you're just learning. And I believe that that's all we're meant to do here on Earth. All right, so here's your tip of the week. Write out everywhere in your life that you feel like you're behind and look for examples of people who achieved what you want, who are older than you, and look for examples of people who are younger than you are where it didn't work out as planned. So this is where we're going to start comparing, but in a way that's just going to negate why comparison is even helpful, (laughs) which doesn't make sense because it's going to help you. But if somebody, you know, if you're... 35 and you want to get married but you're not even dating anybody yet look for all the examples of people who are happily married when they got older and who had families when they were older than you and look at all the examples of people who got married when you thought that you should have been married by and who had kids when you thought you should have had kids by and see that neither is the answer to everything and that you can have what you want at any age and see how things change for you. Consider Amal and George Clooney. She got married, she married him in her late 30s, she had kids in her 40s, and I mean, who doesn't love her? She seems to be doing just fine for herself. And she had a career before she met him. It's not like he rescued her, you know, 
whatever. She is doing just fine. And also consider anyone who got married young and they just weren't fully developed for that part of life. Maybe you just weren't fully developed for that part of life when you thought you should have been. And now you feel like a failure, even though when it happens, you're going to be in such a better place than you would have if it happened when you thought it should have. There are examples everywhere of whatever you want to achieve in your life. So look for the ones that inspire you, not the ones who prove your fears to be true. You can find examples of both, but I suggest focusing on the ones that bring you inspiration and peace. They're out there. These people are waiting to inspire you, whether they know it or not. And just use it as like your, a way to take the temperature of where you're at in life, where your feelings are, and like what's holding you back. And know that you can have the life you want if you just stop comparing yourself to everyone else and feeling behind. Looking inward and finding what's right for you, finding what's part of your authentic life, is what is going to bring you that peace and happiness and success that you've wanted your entire life. And the people that you feel the judgment from, they're going to see that in you, and they're going to be so happy. They don't know that what they want for you is just to be happiest in the way that you feel happy. They think that they know what's better for you, and so they're trying to force it on you because they're like, no, no, I know it's better for them than they do. But that's not true. And when they start to see how happy you're feeling and living, they're going to realize that you knew what was right for you all along and you're finding it. And that's amazing. All right. I hope you feel a little bit better about feeling behind. We're all behind, quote unquote, in some way in life. And that's okay. Because you know what? If we're all behind, then nobody's ahead. Right? Take care. Be good. Thank you for listening to I'm Okay Being Human. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. You can find me on Instagram at Dr. Becky Keys. To learn more about neuroemotional technique and find someone who practices near you, visit netmindbody.com. The theme for this podcast is written by Danny Keys. Thank you.